0: Welcome to Films from the Phantom Zone, your podcast about failed and forgotten comic book movies, where we would usually watch a forgotten superhero movie and decide does this belong in the Phantom Zone? To blah blah blah, Alberto, what are we doing? We're reviewing a movie that just came out: Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles: Mutant Mayhem. I when this <laughs> thought this was like one of the longest titles of like any movie ever, it's a and lot of I realized words. I realized the last uh, Ninja Turtles movie was called Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles: Out of the Shadows. I'm like, that's longer. Yeah. That's so many words. A character count's like...
1: It's one of those things where it's like, do you consider Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles like a bunch of words or is that like... That's the title. That's
0: like the title. It's like one... It's like almost one word. Yeah. You
1: know? So, uh, my
0: name is Ronaldo. I'm your host. I'm joined by... Berto, And we're talking about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Mutant Mayhem uh, reviewing the movie. We just recently reviewed the 2014 Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie live action produced by Michael Bay Sorry, Megan Fox. And we have also already covered... The three live-action movies. This is a while back,
1: so you have to scroll back. Yeah, the the original three live-action movies.
0: Yeah, I link them. Surely I can link them somewhere. I don't know. I'm sure you could. I thought about re-uploading them as, like, rewinds. But that takes up
1: space in my, like, contracted Uh, six hours of upload. Oh, so it's like there's pros and cons to that. Because it could get, like, more attention to those episodes, but also, like... Right. So, anyway. A lot of podcasts will do that. It'll be like, oh, this week we're just... We're doing a rewind. Yeah, like we're revisiting this episode. Right. Yeah, We should re-record Ghost Rider with our new audio setup. Should we, though? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe our opinions changed <laughs> uh, on the movie. Did it, though? <laughs> I don't know. I have anyway, to watch it again. <laughs> I don't.
0: Anyway, uh, we did those three movies, and then the animated fourth movie, TMNT. But for the most part, I feel like, I mean, mentioned this, you can't cut out any of that. Like, that's the whole point of the title is that it's long and it's silly. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. And if you if you start cutting, you know, TMNT is fine. But,
1: but like, there was only one movie that was actually called TMNT.
0: Right. And if you start calling it, like, just Ninja Turtles, it's not okay. <laughs> you know? <laughs> and also, we are live on Twitch. We stream all these episodes live on Twitch. So come hang out with us. Uh, we're hanging out here with some people online. Rambo, Jorge, Real Comic Book Talk. Come chill. Let's get started with this movie. If you haven't done a review with us before, we're going we usually do some background information. I don't really have anything lined up. We've talked about Ninja Turtles a
1: lot. So, we have like it's all been covered. Four episodes of it. Five, five episodes five, of it. Yeah.
0: This would be the sixth thing. But we're going to review the movie without spoiling any of it for a while. And then we'll get to a point where we'll say, "Hey, from now on we're talking about spoilers." That's going to be marked in the description. So if you know when to stop, you know when to come back. Yeah, and that's what we'll talk about, like,
1: obviously story details yeah, and stuff like, stuff that. like
0: that. Yeah, stuff um, like that. This movie isn't really one to like, I don't know. Maybe a
1: little bit, but. Maybe a little
0: bit. It's not that spoilery. And then at the end, we'll also cover all the Easter eggs. This movie was very Easter egg heavy, and I've got a list. Okay. So that'll cool. be fun. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, let's get into it. So this movie um, written by Seth Rogen, Evan Goldberg, Jeff Rowe, Dan Hernandez, and Benji Samit. Directed okay. by Jeff Rowe,
1: I will say a lot of the Seth Rogen shines through on this.
0: Oh yeah, for sure.
1: Uh in a good way. No, yeah, yeah. I Seth Rogen and Evan Goldberg are really good writers. Mm-hmm. Are they both also the ones that wrote the they Invincible show? They do show? everything together. They probably wrote the Invincible yeah. show because I know Seth Rogen is heavily involved. They with worked that on too. Yeah,
0: yeah, and and he's working on like a live action one too. Mm-hmm. I think Jeff Rowe has written and directed on episodes of um, Gravity Falls. Oh, that's like a
1: cult classic, like Disney cartoon. Is it? Yeah, I never watched it, but I've heard nothing but good things about it.
0: Cool. I mean, it's from 2012. It's not that old.
1: It's not that new. It's Uh, over a decade old. The the,
0: (laughs) the Mitchells versus the Machines.
1: I saw a trailer for that back when it was called something else. Uh huh. And then I didn't realize that movie ever came out. But then I learned like two weeks ago that like I guess Netflix bought it, changed the title, and released it. It's a movie I want to see.
0: And also, he wrote for Disenchantment, which is the Matt Groening Netflix show he which, did. Which is B-
1: ending this year, I think.
0: Well, he's also back on um, Futurama. 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 Which has been back.
1: canceled and brought back so many times. It's but back I, now, baby. I love that about it. Yeah. I also I think Futurama is better than The Simpsons. It probably is actually. Like, I think yeah. it's just better quality. Yeah, I think he gets away with a little bit more. But
0: I mean, I, I you know what? On an airplane recently, I started watching like new episodes of The Simpsons. Pretty I heard there's like character development now. Yeah, it's pretty good. <laughs> like I mean, it's it's just it's constant quality. Like it's been very consistent. Mm-hmm.
1: But future there's something different about Futurama though.
0: Anyway, oh yeah, I love. It. I'm I'm very excited to get back into it. It's on Hulu, I believe. Now. Hulu, yeah. <laughs> I think there's a few episodes out. Uh, seth rogan rambo says in the chat seth rogan has killed every comic book property he's attached to yeah. the boys the boys diabolical invincible and not this uh, i didn't seth know he Rogen's was
1: been involved with a lot
0: of like geek stuff lately Hi- him and evan goldberg are very good writers mm-hmm. um much credit to them uh anyway also starring me Ma- i think it's mika or mika it could mika be micah it could be micah could be Micah. Micah Abbey as Donatello. Shimon Brown Jr. as Michelangelo. Nicholas Cantu as Leonardo. Brady Noon as Raphael. Um, these guys do have because I looked them up when uh, the trailer came out. They do have acting credits. Okay, but they mostly are playing children in like TV shows cool, and stuff. They're
1: they're very young, right?
0: They're, they're in their like they're like teenagers. Yeah, yeah, they're actual teenagers, which is amazing. <laughs> but, well, <laughs> we'll get into it. But uh, Ayọ Edebiri... At a That's okay. probably how you say as April O'Neill. Uh Maya Rudolph as Cynthia Alt Uh John Cena as Rocksteadied. Seth Rogan as Bebop. By the way, this starts getting like real heavy with like
1: really good actors. They're all playing with Ro- like the the mutants. <laughs> all the mutants, yeah. yeah.
0: Rose Byrne as Leatherhead, Natasha Demetrio as Wingnut. Wait, Leatherhead
1: was Rose Byrne?
0: Rose Byrne. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the, the alligator. <laughs> uh Giancarlo Esposito as Baxter Stockman. Jackie Chan as Splinter, Ice Cube as Superfly, Paul Rudd as Mondo Gecko, Austin Post as Ray Fillet. That's Post Malone, right? Is it? I think so. Oh yes, yeah, yeah. yeah it is Post yeah. Malone. That's his, that's his actual name. Yeah, uh, we were just talking about him because he bought that. He bought the One Ring Magic the Gathering yeah. card for two million dollars.
1: <laughs> Ray <laughs> Fillet. <laughs> that's uh, why he was singing. Yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, Hannibal Burris as Genghis Frog. Uh, and they're working they're, on the
1: name. <laughs>
0: <yeah>. <laughs> and then Scumbug, who is a mutant cockroach, is uh, a, a bunch of different people whose voices have been turned into because he doesn't—he didn't speak. It's or like she doesn't speak. It's, it's like, a female one now. Like apparently, noise,
1: like it's like another language. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they
0: got different people to do different things. But no spoilers. Berto, overall thoughts. What do you think about this movie?
1: I really love this movie. When I first started watching it, I wasn't sure I was going to be into it. Like. I felt like it was maybe a little bit of a rocky start. I'm like, ah, I don't know how I feel about this yet. Cuz it's all. <laughs> it's different. It's a different iteration of them for sure. But at the end of the day though, it feels very like everything about this feels like a love letter to the entire franchise.
0: Uh-huh. Yeah. I feel as if I have so many thoughts. <laughs> I'm glad you mentioned iteration because mm-hmm. and we we just talked about this like last week. The turtles have had so many different iterations. Yeah. That at some point, when you're writing a fresh take on an established property, you have to differentiate yourself. You have to make mm-hmm. something new and fresh, but you can't stray too far either. Right? You know, like and, they
1: almost did with the Michael Bay one. Right. Yeah. And then
0: you risk like not being faithful to the you know to the integrity of like the or- original thing. Mm. I feel as if Seth Rogen looked at this and was like, "How can I m- differentiate myself in this while also being like?" wholeheartedly faithful to the original there's one way that i feel like he did exactly that he he was different by being faithful in a way that everyone else has ignored and it's by making these characters actual teenagers yeah i feel as every other iteration of the ninja turtles if you didn't know it's like they're they are were...
1: basically young adults, yes. Yeah.
0: If you didn't know they were teenagers because it's in the name, you would guess they're 20 something years old, mm. especially the ones we just watched with my, the Michael Bay ones. Yeah, they, I'm sorry, Raphael sounds like he's 30.
1: <laughs>
0: Leonardo is played by Johnny Knoxville, who's like in his late 40s, who,
1: who does a great job. Don't get now, us wrong, but
0: no, they're all great again. <laughs> yeah, don't get me wrong, they great performances, but. Are they fifteen years old? No. Now, no, the, absolutely not. Those iterations are six five, and they're they're giant tank sized right. creatures. It's definitely I, a different take, and I I respect it. But. I get that they're like lower voiced, <laughs> yeah, and I'm I'm fine with that. But it's like, when have you ever seen the Ninja Turtles, and you're like, they're fifteen? Maybe the '80s
1: cartoon. Even then, man, I don't know. I feel like. I don't know, 18, 19, 20, 21, around that age what group. We, well, I feel like even in, like, the original comics, they weren't very, like, teenager. Like, Donatello
0: were, sounds prepubescent. Like, his voice hasn't dropped
1: yet. I loved it. I,
0: that's my <laughs> point. Like, he's 15 years old. It, may, right. it holds up. It makes sense.
1: Yeah. No, like, they genuinely sound like teenagers because they're played by actual teenagers. Yeah. They, and it works.
0: They went and got teenagers. It's It's amazing. And the... The, I mean, it's just the writing so...
1: and their d- the dialogue also really adds to that yeah. too. Like the way they talk, the way they reference pop culture.
0: Yeah, it's so simple and it's so genius. Just like, hey, they're called teenagers. What if we just, ca-
1: what if we just what cast teenagers? teenagers?
0: It's like that meme where that guy says the obvious thing and he's kicked out of the boardroom.
1: You know? Yeah. <laughs> Except the guy in charge said the obvious thing, right? So. <laughs> but like, and then he probably did his dumb laugh afterwards. <laughs> I don't give a shit, man. It's it's so annoying, but like I really like Seth Rogen. I do too. His work speaks for itself.
0: In the chat, real comic book talk says Mikey's his favorite. Mikey's Donnie, my favorite. Donnie shines in this
1: movie. Yeah, I think all the turtles have a shining moment. I want to get movie. to that too. Yeah, there was a good balance there for sure.
0: Real comic book talk admits, yeah, most movies have adults play teenagers, and that's like across the board. We've and we've talked about this before. And Philly liked the Meg too. Irrelevant, Philly. <laughs> <laughs> But he's here. That thing has like a five percent
1: on Rotten Tomatoes. Here's the thing, though. It seems like one of those movies where, like, yeah, it's probably not great, but I do kind of want to watch it.
0: So Seth Rogen also said a few other things, um, and I want to get to it when we talk about acting. But he said he wanted to make them teenagers. He wanted them to record in the same booth.
1: Oh, that's always great for chemistry. Yes, yeah.
0: especially with kids. You mm-hmm. know, like these they aren't can play actors. Off of re- each other. They're not experienced actors reading lines. They're kids hanging out and having a good time. And a lot of what they said was off the cuff. A lot of that shit made it into the movie. That's, and that's cool. The chemistry, it I mean it does not sacrifice an audio quality at all. No. It's perfect. I I love that that he did that. It's so that was such a smart move to do that.
1: I get it's a lot harder to do it with like when you have like established actors right. voicing stuff cuz they're, they're busy. But it really brings up the chemistry when you do stuff like that. Like when video games do that, you can tell. Oh, really? You can, yeah. Like, you can tell that these characters or these people were actually talking to each other. And there's a few games that do it. A few of the Spider-Man games actually do that. And the voice acting is, like, incredible notes. Mm-hmm.
0: So, he also said that he has a lot of experience writing for high school stories. He has done it in Superbad and in, like, Drillbit Taylor. Yeah. And I think at least, like, one or two other movies in a different interview I heard and this was like an older interview when he's talking about Superbad. He was like he didn't realize it would be a cult classic or that it would even be popular because him and Evan Goldberg they wrote the very specific experiences that they had in in high school. Right. Which they didn't think would translate because it's like not everyone had these specific experiences. But what they learned and what was proved to not just them but the industry cuz Superbad was like a big milestone for comedy. Yeah or at that time period in 2007 what they learn is that people gravitate to the specificity to the niche <laughs> examples because although it, yeah it's based on very specific things that happened to, to seth green seth green seth, seth,
1: seth,
0: <laughs> 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 seth rogan himself like he probably had a buddy who tried to get a fake id and picked a stupid ass name yep. like Maybe people can't relate to that, but they can relate to something similar that happened to them in high school. Yeah, you know, and it and they appreciate the very specific niche thing, and that makes it more funny. Mm-hmm. You know, and you go back and you watch that movie, and it's like some of it's a little bit cringe, but for the most part, it's fucking hilarious. I think
1: most most of it holds up pretty well. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, <laughs>
1: um, like, yeah. A few things are like, eh. yeah, yeah, <laughs> and it's like like you said, they m- might have experienced something similar. Like, with the fake ID thing. Yeah, make so, McLovin. Yeah. McLovin, yeah. Lovin.
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not even a first name. It's just McLovin. He chose a fucking Hawaii <laughs> ID card. Oh, man.
1: It's so stupid, but I love it.
0: Uh, I'm going to watch that again.
1: Chicka-chicka, yeah.
0: Rambo is adding some, um, some insight. He says that Seth Rogen said that because of his experience in Lion King, and they had him uh, and a few others record together. Yeah, it, it totally works. It, it helps.
1: It really does. Totally works. And
0: you can still... You can put them in a booth where they're each in a different booth like next to each other. Yeah. So you can still record separately
1: and mm. keep all that Chemist- fidelity, yeah. right? The sound it, be quality. Like, but they're yeah, still, talking to, but they're still talking to each other. they're still talking to each other. They're still playing off of each other right. in real time.
0: They're, just, they're not in a booth just
1: reading lines with no one else in there. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Cinematography, the art style... It Animation. grew on
1: me as the movie went on because at first I was like, "This movie looks kind of weird." It's
0: more specific than Into the
1: Spider Verse yes. and Across the Spider Verse because it is its own, like, yeah. it's, its own specific style, and it's very hand drawn. It's very hand drawn. It's very. I was talking to you this earlier off stream. I was saying like the movie's very like grungy and like gross looking, but like in a good way. Yeah, and it looks very like it's very asymmetrical. Yes. Yeah, a lot of people's faces are asymmetrical. It's like kind of like the humans look kind of creepy looking. You know
0: what it reminds me of is like old school Nickelodeon cartoons. Mm -hmm. Like like Hey Arnold. Yeah, yeah. like Ryan and Stimpy. I think there's a Hey Arnold reference in this. There is actually.
1: Again, this is all Nickelodeon owned. Um, (laughs) But yeah, very similar in style to that. At first glance, it's kind of unsettling looking, but it's also like kind of cool looking. Mm. And it also reminds me a lot of just like the older... Like art style wise, the old Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles comics, like in the yes, way that some of the characters yeah, look, that's
0: definitely an, an influence. Mm-hmm. Because it's also very scratchy and sketchy. Yeah, like they're not clean drawings no. in that comic. It's very, and it's because they like it's it. rough looking. Yeah, but it's like, very rough yeah. because they did it in a fucking garage, right? And they just wanted to put it out there because this was a passion project. Mm. Kevin Eastman and Peter Laird. Like this wasn't like a very clean cut, pretty. Superman or Spider-Man comic book made by Marvel DC two dudes made it in a fucking garage and like that translates when you see there's like in the first shot or something they look at like a lamp or like a like a light up in a a ceiling and it's a squiggle (laughs) it's a very rough drawn squiggle and I fucking love that. And at first, like, I think to your point, it's kind of hard to kind of, like, get into it. But once you get into it, it's like, oh,
1: no, mm-hmm. this this is beautiful. This is great yeah, artwork. Because like at the beginning, I was, like, a little bit put off by it. But, like, as the movie kept going, I was like, I'm actually really liking, like, how the animation is flowing with this. Yeah. Like, I like the way this looks. It's, it's very unique. The roughness
0: is, for whatever reason, very attractive. It's almost like a flip book. Mm-hmm. You know, where it's. They don't really do the very slow frame rate like Spider-Man did. But at the same time, like, the drawings are so rough that it feels like a flip book. Mm -hmm. I love it. I just thought it was beautiful. And the color palettes are great. The backgrounds are great.
1: And, like, a lot of it's, like, dark and grungy looking like the first live action movie, too. That's the other
0: thing, too. Yeah, Is that, like, Ninja Turtles has this weird space that has to kind of fit in where it's a kids property or at least it was made to be a kids property right it, it in eventually the 80s. became yeah. a kids property yeah but the story is that they're ninjas and ninjas operate in the dark mm-hmm. ninja turtles have to be in the dark and that's not common for kids media so it's like it's it's a i feel like it's kind of a tug of war of making this kind of bright attitude thing in a dark space yeah but that's the meaning of grotesque that's what makes it interesting you know mhm ah oh. Rambo is asking, what do we feel about the individual turtle designs? What's your favorite? So I, I do have a bone to pick. I think Michelangelo's head is too big. I kind of like that his head it, was big. It <laughs> was way too big. It didn't feel like it fit. You know what it looked I like? I like that his head was big and he was short. Well, he very small. He has the smallest yeah. body. And his head's like too big for his body. They make fun of him
1: for it. So it's like they know. Right. <laughs> right. I kind of like that because I'm like, you know, I'm short. I have a big head. I can relate. <laughs> I don't know. I kept on thinking about the uh,
0: 2007 TMNT movie mm-hmm. where Michelangelo puts on the fake head <laughs> as yep. his character. The, you know, because he's doing the party. He's doing yeah. the party. Yeah, it's like party Mike or something like that. And like his head's too big. And I'm like, that. That's what he looks like. I'm like, kept on wanting him to take the mask off.
1: But you know, I, no, his head is pretty huge, and it's like. It's wide, yeah, it's football shaped, and it's, so it's like Stewie
0: and hey Arnold yeah. had a baby yeah they make they make a joke about that, <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, the individual turtle designs I think are overall good, like it's not over designed like the Michael Bay one is, but you could still get a sense of each turtle's yeah. personality by looking at them,
0: yes. They don't have too many things on them. And I want to talk about that when we get
1: to costumes yeah. or whatever, but like But Donnie still has like his glasses and stuff. Well,
0: he has headphones too. He has glasses and headphones. Yeah. So, so
1: you can tell he's like the tech guy. And he has a guy. He has a fanny pack. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but it's like on the <laughs> low end. Like he's not wearing like a big backpack. Right. He doesn't have a bunch yeah. of
1: computer parts on him. Just
0: a bunch of shit on him. <laughs> <laughs> too much too much shit on me. <laughs> I like how they respected the original design. They're not reinventing it at all. Mm-hmm. Like it's just it's the turtles. They're not different shapes or sizes. Too much. Like Raphael's bigger, Michelangelo's right. smaller, but they're relatively the same size. Mm-hmm. They're not widely different colors. They're not different, you know, species of turtle. They're yeah. not wearing a ton of shit. It's, yeah. it's it's not like they have like slightly crazy. different bodies. Yeah. And that's about it. Yeah, it's still the kind of the original look, and I really like that. There's a scene. In this, and it, this isn't a spoiler. It's like in one of the posters and trailers, where the artwork shifts, and they're much more kind of like hardcore and
1: like it looks like the comic book. Yes, it looks like the first original comic book. But I think they still have their their own individual colors instead of yeah, all yeah red, they have individual
0: colors, but they have white eyes. They, they don't have white eyes. Peoples. They look
1: mean. They look and like they're Bat- doing like a ba- they're doing a Batman. They're voice. doing a
0: Batman. Yeah, they look like Batman. It's a really, really good looking art style and it's just
1: for a bit but I'm like I could watch a whole movie like this and I hope I, if they made like it more like edgy uh, it's a little more maybe edgy maybe yeah. more towards like geared towards older kids or adults that's the art style I would yeah. want for that yeah.
0: I, I, I mean I, and I like that it kind of like also dropped then again, it, you and you could also
1: just read the comic and get that same for, thing.
0: Yeah, and then like when they dropped it, they're more of this kind of soft look with they got the big eyes and the pupils, and yeah, and they and look they, very and friendly. They look friendly and cute. Yeah, they yeah. look very cute. <laughs> There's a few scenes where they're like do flashbacks, like every origin story, mm-hmm. and you see the little baby turtles. Oh, yeah. fucking adorable. <laughs> just, just so cute, having a good time. Yeah. And to the point of uh, Jorge's in the chat saying that the sequels could go very hard, you could watch them grow up. I would love that. That's actually, by the end of this movie, I was like, I want to watch these characters grow. Yeah. I like that they're little and they're kind of soft looking now. Yeah. because but I'd like to
1: see what they can become. Yeah, in
0: two movies, they could be a little bit more adult and a little sharper and a little yeah. bit stronger and more kind and, of muscly and, um, and cut.
1: Yeah, and then Rambo said that he'd agree watching designs grow up like Miles did. That is something the Spider Verse movies yeah. did. They he, age he Miles older, up a little yeah. bit. He's more mature. He's smarter. Like you're, we're seeing the character grow there, and that's something I'd love to see with this iteration yeah. of the turtles.
0: Real comic book Taku is now our resident turtle expert. <laughs> something as like that in the 2012 show, the one on Nickelodeon, mm-hmm. uh, their eyes turn white when they went to battle. I yeah, is it, that
1: the one that's like kind of goofy 3D animation? Yeah, 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 okay. It's a good show though.
0: Um, I would like that, too, if they kind of just switched back and forth to art styles. I think in 2003
1: the 2003 one, their eyes were always white. They're always white, yeah. They're always hardcore. <laughs> that one was a little more edgy and hardcore, but it still had the humor in it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. They were still like, cowabunga, dude. <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh, Another story thing that before we kind of get into spoilers I want to talk about is, and you had mentioned this, every turtle has their moment. And, mm-hmm. and in, so in general, something I want to talk about, too, is that like I feel like a lot of movies... When the inception of it, when you start writing it, they have like a whiteboard or a notepad, and they're like, What are the things we want to accomplish? They write down two or three things, mm-hmm. and then they write a story around that. And when we watched the 2014 movie just now, clear as day, the action set pieces were the things that they wrote on the whiteboard. That's what they wanted. And they're like, How do we get to this? Yeah. You know, but that was the. Because that, that the movie premise, moves at but, such a
1: brisk pace. Yeah.
0: Here, I feel like Seth Rogen sat down with his team with Evan Goldberg and, and them and said, What do we want to see the turtles do? And what they wrote well, down I was, want to see them be brothers. Brothers. They want to be families, yeah. characters, you know, teenager, high school, drama. Yeah. What are kids what doing? Are, what are they worried yeah, about? What do their lives acceptance. revolve around? Yeah, accept, being accepted, yeah. being a family. Like, seeing the world, getting out. Like, what do teenagers want to do? They want to leave their house. They want to get a, in a car. They yeah. want to meet their friends. They want to sneak
1: out. They want to... Yeah. yeah. It's going to happen.
0: Like, he wrote down character things, not action things. Right. And the, the way this movie is is written and, and designed, it revolves around those things. And it, it sounds so silly because it's like, that's how all movies should be. Yeah. Write your characters. Write the themes. Write the story. You want those things crazy. to connect. Things should be well written. Oh, my God. I know, right? But... <laughs> something that i also realized is like every turtle movie we've seen focuses on two turtles and then two turtles take the back seat and then like in the
1: next movie they might focus on the other two turtles maybe if it even gets a sequel it's
0: almost always leo and raf it's usually leo and and mikey and donatello are in the background they're they're the side characters they're the side characters they're the comic relief yeah this is the first time i feel like the four turtles were a unit. And they served as individual characters. they did really lean into that, too. Not only were they their individual characters, they were like one character together. Like, I felt that unity, you know, where it's like, oh, no, the turtles are a unit. And this is how the turtles talk to this character. This is how the turtles talk to this character. And move the plot that way. But when the
1: turtles talk to each other.
0: They're so individualized. Yeah. And I feel like, I think you mentioned, they each get their own moments. Mm -hmm. I felt like no one turtle shined more than the other. Yeah. And this is the first time I ever felt that in in a Ninja Turtles thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe like the series they all have episodes and whatever blah blah right, blah right. like,
1: Cuz this movie, this movie was short too, just like the, t- the 2014 one. What's the runtime on this one actually? I don't know exactly, but oh, I okay. know when I got out of the theater I was like, "Oh, that was not a long movie."
0: Yeah, but it's animated. It feels It's animated,
1: but like this movie, I think uses its time a lot better than like for example the Michael Bay one did. No,
0: 100%. Yeah. <laughs> Well, it's a few minutes longer than the Michael Bay
1: one. (laughs) Only like a few, though, right? Yeah. It's it's still short, but it's... Because I think it's still under two hours, right? Yeah, it's 100 minutes. Okay, yeah. It's an
0: hour 40. It's paced really well. It has Mm -hmm. time to, like, sit with the characters. It has time to do, like, a real third-act turn where it's like, you know, you think the movie's over, but actually all this other stuff's happening. Yeah, I really did think the movie was over, and then something happened. I was like, oh, shit. It has a really good third act. Yes, and a lot of movies, like the TMNT movie, gets really good in the middle where the two brothers are fighting. Yes, that scene is amazing. And then the rest of it gets oh, boring.
1: The, the Raph versus Leo fight in that movie is still one of my favorite. like yeah. one of my favorite moments that I've seen of the turtles because it's just it's so personal and yeah. brutal in like an emotional kind of. way. I don't know. It's so it's very good. Yeah, I wish that movie got sequels. Sure, but then the rest of the movie is boring. <laughs>
0: And it's a dumb plot. Eh. You know what I mean? Yeah. That was the highlight of that film, whereas this is like, I, all of it just works really well. Yeah. Action is very clean. It is. Really enjoyed it. Music, Trent Reznor and Attis, Atticus Ross. Uh, oh, the
1: score is wonderful.
0: Didn't expect that. These are really good yeah. composers. Yeah. Nine Inch Nails and his oh, composer, yeah. no, buddy. Uh,
1: most things that Trent yeah. Reznor has been involved with, I've been a fan it's of. It's good music. Yeah.
0: I, it, it was really good. Uh, there's also a uh, soundtrack um, with uh, – it's kind of hip-hop focus and it includes – Yeah,
1: and I think hip-hop works best with the Turtles, honestly.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, it features Can I Kick It by A Tribe Called West. A, sorry, A Tribe a Called, tribe called, Qu- called Quest, Quest, which is um, a song from 1990. Mm-hmm. And it's one of those songs that you put in a movie like this today and it sounds like it's brand new. Like modern. Yeah because you don't realize that like a lot of modern sounds are kind of piggybacking off what the 90s and 80s did.
1: Yeah. Well, especially especially with like hip hop and rap. Right. Yeah.
0: Um, and this is a great song and I'm it's I, I mean I downloaded it and I'm, I've been mm-hmm. like really into it lately. Are we done here? Do you want to get into spoilers?
1: I guess we go into spoiler territory now. All right, so. Even some of the action stuff, like, I feel like maybe it'll be a little spoilery yeah. when I talk about it. All right,
0: guys. So we're going to start talking about spoilers in a few seconds. But just to kind of recap, I really, 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 really love this movie. I cannot stress that enough. I feel as if it's a very low budget by the way I don't know if you noticed the budget it's like 60 million or something I like didn't know it was that low it's very low I thought animation was like expensive sometimes as hell. I'm surprised they kept it this low huh also Seth Rogen made it a point to say that they did not overwork their artists oh good he's it's just good. saying that he's the producer but right you know, but
1: like also he's also a part of that world though. he's in an, he's in the industry yeah. right, right, right he's so, a, like a real executive right like he he's mostly well maybe lazy. he's a writer and actor Like yeah. he gets it he's on strike Yeah, he's on strike, he's, yeah. he, he's on strike too yeah.
0: <laughs> but um, so it's gonna be really easy for this to make its money back at the same time like I really wish this was having the impact that like Spider-Verse is because I right. think it's on the similar I mean it has like a 96% like everyone's loving it well the thing is everybody's still watching Barbie that's the thing <laughs> Barbie's fucking it up for everybody damn it
1: <laughs> anyway go see this um, no, I highly recommend it as well I love this movie yes
0: about two-thirds through the way, I started, like, legit, started crying because this movie made me so happy, mm-hmm. and then I just couldn't stop throughout the rest of the... There, at the end of the movie, was... crying... I don't know if Real Comic Book Talk, you, um, you thought this too, but, like, I just... I was so happy at how this is nailing the turtles in a way nothing else had. For right. some reason, nothing and else had
1: nailed it this well. I didn't cry, but I did feel some emotions at certain parts, and also... I did find myself just, like, smiling like an idiot while watching this. The whole this. movie, yeah.
0: yeah. All right, spoilers, here we go. Yeah, no, look, I don't have that much to spoil. Like, the story, uh, we can talk about some of the actors and stuff, but um, I guess something that I do want to talk about that's in spoilers is I feel like Seth Rogen and them set out to fix everything every other movie
1: got wrong. Specifically Like it was like on their hit list Like this was This was my issue with this movie yes. This is my issue with this Okay
0: I feel like they look at the 1990 movie And said it's too dark It's a good movie Too dark It's too mature Not enough for the kids Right
1: Not enough for the kids
0: Faithful to the comics though Sure The sequels Too soft and silly You know too, Lean too hard into <laughs> yeah. the kids They yeah. overcorrected The 07 movie The TMNT No emotion after that one scene The rest of it's boring and bland The villains are lame. You know what I'm saying? Like the villain has, you don't believe, you don't buy into that villain. Mm. The 2014 movie, no emotional weight at all. Specifically the scene that I know you have the biggest problem with.
1: It's like, I hate it and I love it at the same time. Yeah. When
0: Raphael is opening up because they're about to die Mm. and his brothers just ignore him. Did you notice that this movie did the same exact thing, Yep. but fixed it?
1: Yep. Yep, they did what we suggested they should <laughs> <Literally>, have done. Literally,
0: <laughs> literally, and when I saw it, I'm like, "Holy shit!" We were just talking about that. So, like in the 2014 movie, and if you had, didn't listen to that podcast episode, there's a scene where the four of them are all lined up. They're falling to their death. Yeah, and Raphael opens up and he's like, "I'm just so scared because I love you guys. You're my brothers, yeah, and like, like that's why, why I push I'm hard you. on you because yeah, I, because I
1: know you can do it." It's and like, then
0: they survive, and his brothers just ignore him. Like they they, they make they a make joke. Fun of yeah, him. they make fun of him for crying. Yeah, awful. In this movie, the same exact thing happens, and it's not a coincidence because did you notice that his shell cracked? Yep, and that's what happened in that movie and too. I'll,
1: as soon as the shell cracked,
0: I'm like, "No!" I'm like, "This is a reference <laughs> to the 2014 movie." And then Raphael said, "Does
1: the same exact thing." Yeah. He opens up, and he's even calling back to something he said earlier in this movie he says, like, oh, yeah, like, it just sucks living here. Because I know, like, right before I die, you guys are the last face I want right. to see. And I don't, yes! I don't want that.
0: And this time he's like, I'm glad that you're the last face I'm going to see. hmm Oh. <laughs> and then at and the, the end. And then he's like, we love you, bro. <laughs> yeah, they all come together when they survive. And I'm like, this is like, <sighs> it's so funny how they're essentially making fun of that last movie by fixing what it got wrong. Mm-hmm. It's like, again, they had all these kind of things on their hit list of, like, what are we going to fix from all the other movies? Let's just do it. Yeah.
1: I do think Raphael's speech was better in the 2014 movie, but just I the maybe, reaction yeah. ruined it.
0: Right. This is yeah. a better movie.
1: <laughs> yeah. This is a better movie overall. Don't get me wrong.
0: <laughs> I figured yeah. when I saw that, I'm like, "Brother's going to love this. Yep. Because this is the thing he hates about the last movie.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Going to the action, because I didn't want to like spoil, potentially spoil anything. I love how the first time they actually fight, they're like, it's so chaotic and they're so incompetent. But yeah. they still make it work somehow. Well,
0: because they have the skills; they've been practicing yeah. their whole lives. They just this. never actually fought anybody right. before, yeah. so this
1: is their first time. I love that, and and I love how like their first few missions are like montages of them like just taking down all these yeah. individuals and stuff. And also, it, it like, was
0: really well done. Okay, so the cinematography in those was amazing, mm-hmm. but also like they're all flexing, like yeah. they're learning their skills and they're yeah. flexing. And I love how it.
1: in each mission you see like a different turtle like taking yes. the lead. Love that. And then after they get the answers, Raphael just knocks the guy out and they're like, dude, he talked. But
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, Raphael has so much anger though. He has so much rage. <laughs> oh God. So fucking good. There's not that much to spoil. No. Um let's talk about the villains real quick and all the other characters. Yeah. Baxter Stockman usually turns into Superfly. And this one, he creates he him. creates Superfly and then he dies. I'm mm-hmm. so surprised thought, they killed him just right there at the same <laughs> Actually, I thought we were going to get, I thought, you know, Giancarlo Exposito, he was going to be like the main villain. Yeah, he, he was, was in there the movie for, a second. for like a minute. Yeah, it's Ice Cube as Superfly. Which is, who is wonderful, by he the way. He was very good. <laughs> he was very good. Everybody was very good. But I mean, obviously, yeah. Ice Cube is an actor, but like, no, he, still. He, the thing is, like, you still have that Ice Cube, like, aggression when he talks. To oh, him. no, the whole time. I, like, I to be honest, like, I didn't buy into it being super fly because it's just, like, so recognizably Ice it's Cube. It's like, it's Ice but, Cube,
1: like, and, he, like, he's just angry.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but it makes sense. Like, you know, the villain has a motive. Yep. And it's very clear cut, mm-hmm. and it's relatable. And it really, really works because it's the same exact motive as the Turtles. Yes. But where they... Differ is that the turtles are it's, benevolent.
1: Well, it's their, it's their morals. Yeah, yeah, and they don't
0: want to hurt anybody,
1: and they don't see the, they don't mm-hmm. obviously they don't want all the humans dying. I do love that when they met Superfly and like his gang and stuff, like. When they found out they were they were all the same, they started like really like vibing.
0: Oh, they have a whole hangout, which yeah, took me by surprise. Yeah, they were like,
1: Wait, you're just like, let's go hang out. They go to the like,
0: bowling alley. Yeah. <laughs> there's so much pizza in this too, we should mention. Oh, there's a lot of pizza. We made uh the mistake last time of not eating pizza before talking about turtles. This time we got pizza. Oh, we it put me in the mood. Oh my god, I'm so happy. Just I'm so happy right getting now. Getting
1: pizza every once in a while is it's a good move.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But they eat pizza like literally like five times in this movie. Yep. It's fantastic. Yep. Oh, I didn't mention up top. I'm so sorry. In the cast, Jackie Chan as Splinter. I think he did. Did I? Yeah. I didn't feel familiar.
1: I, I did you right, actually. I take it back. Cut it. He, he also does great. He's pretty funny. This Splinter is a little more goofy. Uh huh. But I like it. Splinter doesn't need to be a super serious, wise old man all the time.
0: He's usually not all the time. Like, he breaks a lot. Uh-huh. You know? At the same time, like, I think the only thing that kind of threw me off was, his, like,
1: his, his like, afro. <laughs> I feel like that felt familiar to me, though. Like, I feel like I've seen that before. I thought that was weird. Splinter with it. Maybe it was in a flashback in another movie or show or it something. It took me
0: a while to, like, get into it. Okay, real comic we talk been talking. Did you guys see how Splinter fought like Jackie Chan? Okay, oh, so see.
1: When he busted into the room, yeah. Okay. Also. I need to look out for that next did time. Did you notice he had all of their weapons, like the last Ronin, on his back? splinter yeah oh yeah he had all oh, the turtles uh, yeah yep. when he
0: goes into the thing yeah yeah, yeah. that was cool there's something about like uh the turtles being locked up in a bunch of like machinery which is very like 80s yeah the uh, because they when they, they're being milked they, yeah when they're being milked because they felt like crane and um the, his machines and yeah. uh, what do they called the little guys the little I robots. i don't remember what they're called but i, forgot. I know what you're talking about yeah. yeah
1: i love how they found a way to milk the turtles even though they didn't have nipples
0: that gag was funny. So, I don't know if you want to talk about humor, but, like,
1: I dug it. I thought it, it was all really it was funny. Very, it was very Seth Rogen, but, like I said earlier, in a well, good way. It was fun. Because it's, yeah, it's, like, it's genuinely funny, but it's also toes that line between, like, like really crass, but, like, also, yes, but like... for kids, though, right, family-friendly. Right.
0: The vomiting... And the making oh out, God. and the making out with the cockroach—that was one of the things that I'm like. That was this like, is,
1: like Ren and Stimpy. Yes, it yes. was
0: borderline. Ren and Stimpy is a perfect example because today I would say it's borderline Rick and Morty, right? Right. But uh, just enough to where it's still fine with kids, which is what Ren yeah. and Stimpy I'm gonna is. What like you think Nickelodeon about Nickelodeon era Ren and Stimpy, though, yeah. not the
1: later more adult Ren and Stimpy,
0: the CBS one or whatever, yeah. yeah. yeah
1: which is, like, more of the same, just kind of just uncensored, but... Right. <laughs> mousers, yep. Oh, yep. the robots and the is. mousers. Okay.
0: No, I thought it was really funny. Uh, I honestly, like, was caught off guard by all the vomiting. The, I
1: thought it was hilarious. They, they focused on the vomit for a long time, too. cute <laughs> girl or whatever they called her.
0: They, like, even showed uh, in like, slow motion. So I, was, like, I was like, whoa. Did you like April O'Neil?
1: I liked her character, yeah. I thought... She was also the most normal-looking yes. human in the entire movie, yeah, yeah, because <laughs> every other human just looks like, like we said, like grotesque looking. Right. I've <laughs> seen a lot of like uh,
0: different takes on on April and Neil in this movie, she, but like, she,
1: I mean, she definitely looks different than what people are used to. So
0: I'm down with it because on the one hand, people like her exist. You yeah, know, right. she's just a little bit overweight. She's also she's like, not the traditionally. She's also just like a high school kid. You know, that's the thing. Because she's supposed to be, like, a she, struggling kid yeah, she, in high school. She's a, weird, she's a weird kid in high school. She needs to be a weird kid. And if you look like Megan Fox Nobody's in high school, that. no one's calling you puke girl. Is that what they called her?
1: Puke girl, yeah. Yeah.
0: No one's calling you that. No one's making fun Wasn't of you. Wasn't Megan Fox made fun of in high school, though? Probably, but, like, bro, like, come on.
1: <laughs> like, Megan I, Fox. Like, I don't you know, know her saying? life story.
0: Like, I feel like it was relatable. It was realistic. Mm. I dug it.
1: And her character had a lot to do. Yeah. She had a lot going on. Carried the plot in a lot of ways. Mm -hmm. She's the only good human that they knew. Right. Although at the end, the humans kind of. There was that New York moment. Yeah. yeah, That post 9-11. Yeah. Spider-Man. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that. Yeah. You mess with one of us. You mess with all of us. Yeah. New York, baby.
0: (laughs) Bacon, egg, and cheese. (laughs) They
1: just keep fucking saying that. Yeah.
0: It's funny because like I didn't know baconing and cheese Was like a New York thing Until recently on TikTok And now like They're doing it On, yep. the, on this Because they're making Because they're New Yorkers They're making fun of like New Yorkers yeah. too Oh so funny Oh man What were you talking about oh, we were April talking about the O'Neil yeah. and
1: April O'Neil
0: Yeah I know I dug it I thought it was all really funny I laughed a lot um, I did too I laughed I cried I felt a lot of emotions Post credits The Shredder
1: That was cool It was very cool The little bit that we see of him Looks really badass Yeah I don't know if we're gonna get the whole Foot Clan or if Shredder is just somebody that was it TC TCRI TCRI is calling in. I guess
0: like hired or called in or something. But... Or maybe they're calling in the Foot Clan. So in in the old stuff, they work together a lot. Shredder and yeah. the Foot Clan and, TCRI, and the TCRI. We see that in the the, mo- the old movies, right? Yeah. 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 So um, yeah, I'm totally excited for whatever comes out of that. Um, I love that they didn't do Shredder in the first movie. I yeah. think you need to work. You need to build up to
1: that. Mm-hmm. I like um, that they had most of the, including Bebop and Rocksteady, end up being good guys. So, okay. If I have
0: one complaint.
1: You don't like that? I don't
0: really like Bebop and Rocksteady being good guys. And they had so little to do in this movie. Like, They were just kind of there. I like that Seth Rogen didn't write himself a big part. He has like one line.
1: Yeah. And Something I, about like, you're the one making me angry. Yeah. <laughs>
0: John Cena is rock steady, like yeah, he has like one line also. Yeah. I like that like they I like showed him the zoom his...
1: in on the Pierce Sniffle. Oh Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> when they showed the posters for all the villains, I was like, Too many villains. And everyone right. thought the same thing. Like this movie's gonna be overloaded with villains. Yeah. This is very much a Turtles movie uh, through and through. Yeah. And the villains all because they're a gang, they all kind of like mulled together. Yeah. And I like that it's mostly like Paul Rudd. <laughs> who has the
1: most lines yeah as uh what is, it? what is his name mondo mondo gecko mondo gecko i love how him and mikey vibed so well oh hell yeah and i love that it seems like mikey picks up like the surfer talk from him, like the cowabunga and stuff right
0: that's <laughs> gonna be fun <laughs> they said there'd be two seasons but
1: to... yeah so yeah. real comic book Talk. i'm is... actually excited about that now because i think we'll actually see the characters yeah. grow
0: real comedy we talk is referencing what we mentioned last week is that on the news on news segment on Patreon uh is that there's going to be a TV show mm-hmm. two seasons at least to bridge the gap between this movie and then the sequel that they also greenlit the show also is apparently going to focus on individual characters so that there might be a Michelangelo episode right. maybe a Raphael episode or an arc to each yeah. it, which would be amazing again give more time to each individual mm-hmm. turtle
1: i hope the writing stays like as good Apparently as it every- everyone is even on just, board like, just just yeah. the lines it's are good, so yeah. good like we're the wh- same actors and everything like man. um when donnie's like he's he used my stick against me and now he's molly whopping me <laughs> <laughs> and Supervisor's punching the shit out of him <laughs> i like that he
0: learned that like like his his bow stick is like a good weapon yeah because he's mid- like he why like it? i get stuck
1: with the stick it's like it's like the best weapon there man he's got the most reach <laughs> yeah Oh, when they <laughs> when they hit the brakes with the oh, stats yes. and everybody goes flying out, and then Mondo Lizard's just like, "What's going on?" <laughs> All in sync with um, is the name of the song "What's Going On." maybe it, yeah yeah but i noticed it's the version that we hear in the he-man youtube video that's one of the easter eggs okay yeah because i didn't
0: understand that reference but apparently it's a it's a meme oh
1: i got it immediately
0: okay i, I was excited to hear that okay, version i'm glad you understood it like yeah, okay so that being said we're excited about shredder let's move on to easter eggs yes um i've got like 20 or so this was chock full
1: of easter eggs and i loved it you know, a lot of like a lot of it's like comes naturally like with the pop culture references yeah yeah which it's, is nice
0: it's like blink and you miss it honestly
1: yeah. uh
0: number one cynthia utrom played by a uh, maya, maya rudolph. rudolph yeah she's kind of like the main in the shadows villain yeah um, we see her a
1: couple times she's the one that milks them
0: right utrom is the species of like the brain parasite creatures that krang is a part of okay so it's she it's, might she's probably one of them she's one of like, the kranks yeah yeah uh, and she might be the kind of villain that connects into the next movie. She's the one calling the shredder at the end. Yeah. So that's very interesting. Number two, the opening turtle scene is a nod to the more angry looking turtles in the original comics and maybe the 2003 show kind of with the white yeah. eyes. We mentioned it. that
1: edgy look. Yeah. yeah.
0: I really like that look. And then they ended it on like, oh, you're trying to be Batman. And it's like yep. it's a whole gag. And I love and, uh, that. But, like, <laughs>
1: Because it's, it's like Leo doing it. It's like in right. Leo's head. He's like, oh, we're so cool. <laughs> right, right.
0: Because <laughs> they're teenagers. <laughs> yeah. Number three, there's several Marvel and DC references. The one we just mentioned, the DC, uh, they re- they referenced Batman. Mm-hmm. Batman has met the turtles in the comics. There is the Batman versus Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles comic book run.
1: Uh, I'm surprised there were, at least none that I caught, Power Rangers references.
0: I mean, who knows how many, like, rights they can get away with, but right. yeah. But
1: the Turtles have literally had a crossover with the Power with Rangers With the Power as well. Rangers as well as Batman. I think, I think yeah. in comics and in the show.
0: Yes. Yeah. So the, there was that TV show that used, like, recycled sets and stuff called the yeah. uh, Turtles Ninja something. It's
1: generally considered bad. Right. Yeah.
0: They cross over with uh, Power, Rangers Power Rangers in, space. in space. Yep, yeah. yep, yep. But, yeah, so there's references to Batman. There's also references to DC and uh, Mark Ruffalo.
1: They keep referencing Mark, Mark Ruffalo's Ruffalo. Mark Ruffalo is referenced a few times <laughs> uh, when it comes to him. Um, improv. His improv, yeah. <laughs> um, I thought that was really funny. Uh, oh, because they were specifically referencing his scene in Endgame when he's yeah. when he's Smart Hulk in the diner. Right. <laughs> well, what's funny about that, too, is that like those that's
0: what the boys were doing in the recording booth. There's a lot of that yeah. was improv. <laughs> It's good improv <laughs> uh, Number four Ferris Bueller's Day Off Is the movie that they watch At the park The kind of movie in the park yep. That they see at the and they,
1: movie. And they're like We want to be like Ferris Bueller Right If you're in high school You can take over a parade Yeah
0: I think what's really <laughs> funny about that Is like When you see it Ferris Bueller's is like In live action Like It's, like, it's the actual it's movie It's the actual movie And it's like I thought they would at least Like animate it or something But it's like No it's like right there Yeah <laughs> Uh, real Comic Book Talk is also saying that they had a crossover with the Ghostbusters.
1: I don't yeah. remember uh, that. Live action and cartoon or in comic? I feel like it'd be I think, in cartoon. I think it's... Like around the time of like the, the real Ghostbusters oh, show. Oh, yeah. That seems in like the, the most likely time yeah. they would have done it. Like Yeah, like late 80s, early 90s stuff. In, in the, the comics. comics. okay. Oh, okay. All, right, all right,
0: all right. Number five, they reference SpongeBob SquarePants uh, in the scene in Times Square. Yep. Again, this is a Nickelodeon property so they go crazy with the, the Nickelodeon references. And they can do that. Yeah. Number six, Go Ninja, Go Ninja, Go. The Vanilla Ice song that plays on the radio in their first fight. That gives me some
1: questions on... um, (laughs) So so do those Ninja Turtles movies exist in this universe? Probably not. How did Vanilla Ice write that song? Because maybe... He wrote it in the movie. Okay, but
0: in this universe, he just wrote it because he wrote it. He also
1: didn't write it.
0: Maybe in this universe, he was in the Three Ninjas movies (laughs) (laughs) instead of the Turtles movies. (laughs)
1: <laughs> oh my boom God.
0: solved it moving on the fucking three ninjas. number seven fruit ninja again there's more fruit ninja references i'm yeah, slicing fruit slicing watermelons and yep. stuff is fun uh number eight mikey looks like arnold and stewie he has a football shaped head we mentioned this but like i thought i was singing it the whole time and yep. then they make that joke and i'm like perfect
1: <laughs> he's holding the watermelon it's exactly his yeah. head
0: uh, also, I'm like kids that like no one knows Arnold anymore. Like people our age do, but right, like, Stewie like is a is con- I get it. Yeah, but- Stewie's way more famous. Yeah. Uh, number nine, there's a cartoon segment in this that looks like the '80s show. It's yep. a clear homage. Beautiful, loved it. Uh, number ten, there's cardboard cutouts of the Chris's, minus Chris Hemsworth. And Splinter Why- says Chris Pine is the best Chris. He did,
1: which I agree. <laughs> Chris and P- it's just a cutout of him as Captain Kirk. <laughs> yeah.
0: But again, it's live action again. It's like their faces. <laughs> it's awesome. I agree. Chris Pine is the best, Chris. He's the most handsome.
1: I agree, too. Is somebody cooking? No, well, sometimes my fire alarm, my smoke detector just goes off. Oh, it went off once. Cool.
0: It's, it's bullshit, I know. It's um,
1: woken us up in the middle of the night before. I did love that it was literally like Chris Pine as Captain Kirk. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but yeah, you know, it made me think. I'm like, oh, because I looked at
1: table. I'm like, he's doing the I'm Like, It makes sense that they did that, though, because Paramount. Yep, there it is. Yep.
0: Well, Okay. Hold on a second. What Paramount thing has
1: Chris Oh I don't know. Evans been I, in. I just knew that uh, Chris Pratt. that the Chris Pine Star Trek or well, Star Trek's Paramount. I, Star Trek I get. Yeah. But uh the other Chris is I don't know. I don't know about the other one. I, I don't get. think they use anything from like movies no, it's for the like I'm surprised. That's why they Chris didn't... Pine they use like Captain Kirk. Right. I'm
0: surprised they didn't do anything with Chris Hemsworth though. He's the fourth Chris. True. Anyway. Number 11, there's a Pizza Hut thing. Yeah, Pizza Hut's the official pizza sponsor of Ninja Turtles. Yeah, I, I, I did see Turtles. A Pizza Hut box, yeah. Were, whenever you see Ninja Turtles, you will also see Pizza Hut. Yeah. Uh, number 12, Ooze versus Sludge. So this uh, might be a deep cut. Ooze. Ooze. What people online are saying is that when they went hard on calling it Ooze instead of Slime
1: or Sludge or Anything else? Was it in the live action movies where they were like, "We're gonna call it ooze"? I don't remember. Because wasn't the second movie was what Secrets of the Ooze?
0: Yeah, no, yeah. no, no. In the live action ones, they call it ooze. Yeah. In the first ones, in the nineties, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know about the new ones. But what people might are saying here, and I think it's a bit of a stretch, is that they're really sticking to the origin, which yeah. is like this is a called ooze. And in, typically, when you see chemicals, you would never call it ooze. You no, know I it think
1: ooze. S- honestly, I think Ivan ooze.
0: Yeah. Yeah,
1: you would call it sludge or slime, yeah.
0: I don't know. So,
1: because I feel like ooze, I think like oozing, like verb, yeah, not noun, right? right. right. But first of all, great scene. <laughs>
0: Ooh, <laughs> it just sounds better. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, maybe, maybe it's a reference. Well, and then
1: Superfly is like on board, with it and he just starts calling it ooze. <laughs> so he's like, I like that.
0: Uh, number thirteen, Mr. Beast plays the guy who pulls on Splinter's face. Random, but okay.
1: Oh, the guy's like, it's it's a real rat.
0: Yeah. Uh, fourteen. There's a Masters of the Universe reference. I'll let you explain it because I went right over my head.
1: Uh, I didn't, I didn't catch it. That's the issue. No,
0: you said the song.
1: Oh, oh, yeah. oh. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So there's like YouTube video. Uh huh. That uses the song by Alanis More so? Morissette. Why can I not remember the name of the song though? Is it What's Going On? Is it?
0: I don't know. Hey, yeah, yeah, What's yeah, going on? It's that yeah. song. Yeah,
1: that one. For some reason, I can't remember the actual title of the song. But the YouTube video is called, like, Hey, Yeah, 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 Whatever. And it's of He Man from Masters of the Universe. And it's just like, it's like in Masters of the Universe anime music video, but with this song. Where, and the it? song, I don't know where this version of the songs came from. It sounds like Miss Piggy singing. Okay. I don't know, though. But so they use that version. of They the... use that version of the song, though. That's funny. So they use the version from the YouTube video, not the original song. Gotcha. And there's a whole, like, chase scene happening while this right. yeah, song is yeah, yeah. playing. <laughs> and it works really well.
0: <laughs> uh, number 15. There are several trucks seen in this movie with Triceratops on them, alluding to the Triceratons. Oh. Uh, the Triceratons are an alien species That were the first creation of Eastman and Laird, their first comic book, where the Triceratons are like Triceratop aliens. Okay. That didn't really take off as much. Later were kind of like folded into the Ninja Turtles as kind of villains. All right. Yeah, which is very interesting. Uh, Number 16, Ice Cube refers to an Ice-T song. Six in the morning, police at my door. (laughs) I caught the reference. I just, I didn't remember that Ice-T was the... Was the singer.
1: Why was Ice Cube referencing Ice tea, though? I th- they said it's an ice joke. You know what? Okay, I could see it. I could see that. Because they also did vanilla ice. But yeah, also, that that's too, relevant yeah. to the turtles. It is. so All the ices. <laughs> I also see it as just kind of like a,
0: you know, real recognized real. Like I think Ice Cube is the best ice. Probably, actually, yeah. yeah. There's better been vanilla ice. Ice tea's fucking weird.
1: Ice tea's a little weird. <laughs> yeah. Um, Definitely Ice Cube. Yeah, Ice Cube. For sure. Uh,
0: Number 17, this isn't an Easter egg. Shredder's in the movie.
1: Oh, that's a reference to um, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles villain, Shredder. Shredder. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I don't know if you knew that. (laughs) Yeah, it's a deep cut. Uh, Number
0: number 18, Kevin Eastman and Peter Laird get references. I did notice these. Yes. So the Laird is a hotel that they like break into at some point for Mm -hmm. one of their mini action scenes. Um, And then the high school that... Uh, April O'Neil goes to, and then oh, we didn't mention at the end of the movie all the. Th- it's kind of like the major break between you know teenage
1: mutants. Oh, Ninja they, they go to high. They school. go to high school and they're accepted. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, that that was the biggest probably change. I liked it.
0: The, okay, you know what though, it's setting up a lot
1: of material for the TV show. I'm very yeah. excited for that. So it's gonna be like a high school show. I'm yeah. assuming. Yeah, that'd be fun. And they they moonlight as ninjas. Yeah, although <laughs> people would have to know, right? It seems like. I feel like all of New York knows. (laughs) (laughs) They were all over Channel 6 News. Uh, Oh, April O'Neil goes on Channel 6 News. Oh, that's right. And she does throw up eventually. Yeah, a little bit. But she gets over it. (laughs) In addition,
0: Kevin Eastman uh, did a voice. Oh. He appears in a voice cameo as the citizen who helps splinter during the climax. Oh, the one that
1: asks him if he needs help. Yes. Oh.
0: Credited as good human. Jeff Rowe, the director, wanted the role to be voiced by someone meaningful to the franchise and chose to cast Eastman as an homage to Stan Lee's cameo
1: in Marvel movies. I like that. Also, there was such a good moment, too, because Splinter was like so scared, too. And then the guy like helps him. Yeah. And then Splinter's like, oh. Yeah.
0: And as a reminder, uh, Kevin Eastman is very active in Ninja Turtles. Yes.
1: Peter Laird's a little more like out of it. Out of it. Yeah. But Eastman is
0: an active writer on the comics
1: today. yeah Yeah.
0: and some other miscellaneous references attack on titan shrek jojo's bizarre adventure there's a meme
1: that apparently everything's a jojo's bizarre adventure reference. i don't know what that is it's a very long running like anime manga Uh, series yeah apparently one of the seasons takes place in orlando
0: oh that's funny
1: like they like have like a fight on like i4 or something that's that's
0: great (laughs) uh and despicable me there's a despicable me reference as well um Grew up, comic book talk says those comics are amazing. The IDW comics are really, really good. I need to, I need read, to start reading them. I've read several issues towards the first. I've, I've read most of the first volume of collected. Okay, uh, hardback, but I need to get
1: back into it because it's, it's actually they're really. Genuinely good. Like they're genuinely like good ge-
0: comics. Yes, and they, and it's an. I've told you this before, but it's a slightly different take, mm-hmm. different origin story. They're, but it works. The
1: IDW comics are like on the mature side. Right? Yeah, they're yeah. way more mature. Okay, yeah yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, they're not as lighthearted and as fun. Okay. But they're very good. Um, and those are all the Easter eggs I've got. There's probably
1: more that we missed, but Oh yeah. I'm sure you could watch a breakdown video that talks forty five minutes about just Easter eggs. Yeah, for sure. I plan on watching one myself actually. Definitely.
0: So um <laughs> that's pretty much it. Final thoughts, I mentioned it. This movie really hit me in all the spots. I'm a huge Ninja Turtle fan. I have been since I was four years old. hmm I'm gonna link, I'm gonna find pictures of me in my Halloween costume. I'll link them somewhere. <laughs> you guys can see me when I'm when I'm literally at my fourth birthday dressed up as Michelangelo. <laughs> they do have a kids TMNT coming back. Oh, okay, cool. Something for the kids, something for the adults. I love it. TMNT is one of those pro- properties that works for everybody. It's like Batman, Spider Man. Anybody can get Star Wars, anybody go can get into it. it. Yeah. Go, go. Well, there you go.
1: That might be a little more for adults, actually, <laughs> you know, with hell and all that. But. Yeah, all that shit.
0: <laughs> but no, this movie really hit me in the feels. I loved it. It's the perfect Ninja Turtles it's thing, I think. The perfect thing. It's the perfect thing. I think this is, I mean, it's going to make its way to my favorite Ninja Turtles thing. Okay. But like, it's also, I think, the best one. I think quality, best Ninja
1: Turtles thing out. Okay. I honestly do agree with most of what you said. Um, I don't know if it's my favorite Turtles thing yet, but I do think it definitely has the potential to to become that. Mm -hmm. I think this will be like, you know how Into the Spider-Verse was not only like huge for animation, but it was huge for like Spider-Man. Yeah. That movie's also like a love letter to Spider-Man the same way that like this movie ended up being like a love letter to Turtles. Right. The Turtles. It pulls so much from different things and, implements it really well Mm -hmm. performances are incredible the story's genuinely good the writing dialogue and top-notch quality so like i said potential to become my favorite i am looking forward to the the show yes whereas before i was a little like sketchy on it now i'm like i want to see this
0: again it has tons of material yes
1: they set it up so well it's a very 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 strong start yeah so I'm, i'm looking forward to it uh I will say probably quality wise though, this is probably the best Turtles movie that has come mm-hmm. out. Yeah. So yeah. Guys, watch this movie. Oh man. It it, it deserves your money.
0: I want the four K, <laughs> I want this, a poster. There's so much are, heart put into yeah, this.
1: I love it, this. So, oh my God. Highly recommended. It's it. so yeah.
0: wholesome. And it's also so good. <laughs> yep. And it's so vomity. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah, it's I said it before, but like this movie looks really gross, but in a good way. There's nipples and milking.
0: <laughs> but it's, just so... it's, it's just great all around. Yeah, yeah. I also love, and I mentioned this, but like this is a very modern take on the turtles. Mm-hmm. And like, but it, it but works. it doesn't feel
1: super weird or different like okay. most modern takes on stuff would.
0: Here's a really great subtext set up earlier in the movie mm. when all the turtles kind of haven't really like settled in with each other. There, you know, because Leo wants to really be obedient the other guys all want to get out. Raphael's like dying to Leo like... Leo Narc's on them. Yeah. And and <laughs> Raph is like dying to like leave and like do his own thing as he, as he would be, as right? As he always is. Right. There's a scene where they all go to bed and they're all on their cell phones. Yep. They're not talking to each other. They're just like scrolling on their they're phones. They're doom scrolling. They're doom scrolling. And it's so fucking relatable because that's like that's, that's today. That's
1: what people do before bed. People just
0: scroll on their phones. They're not really talking to each other. And it's just this little. It's a short shot, but it's like that sets up the mood, you know, mm-hmm. for then later to them realize like no, that's they're the most You're important like, oh, wait, things in I their lives. I love my brothers. Yeah, yeah, they're so important to each other
1: that they want to you know be
0: more together instead of less apart.
1: So good. And I can't wait to inevitably see Raph and Leo fight. Oh yeah, yeah all that's <laughs> all that's coming. They're they're gonna have more, you know, uh, more kind of a and maybe uh, Mike, will be the one to bring them together. Maybe yeah, because. Mikey still, I think, needs a little bit more to do. I know we said every turtle has their moment, but Mikey still could use a little bit more. He's always just a comic relief, and yeah, and I I do love him. Give him a big story. I would love that.
0: Yeah. What are we doing next? Probably Nick Fury, Agent of we Shield. We are doing Nick Fury, Let's Agent get that Shield. out of the okay. way. We're already a few weeks behind. Yeah. From like that show coming out, mm-hmm. and then we'll finish Ninja Turtles by watching uh the 2016 17 or whatever yeah, out of the shadows, of the shadows yeah. which
1: i think will be the little... oh i th- we were gonna cover like one more ninja turtle movie right turtles forever yeah okay yeah. we could do that but like that's pretty much the last, like yeah. main turtles movie that yeah. we'll be doing because we've hit turtles we, we've already hard. done them
0: all turtles and batman is what we've hit the hardest yeah. yeah but we still
1: haven't even touched superman yet i know that's gonna be a yeah. that's gonna be a project we should <laughs> probably do
0: that soon actually well we'll see <laughs> uh so anyway guys thank you for listening thank you for subscribing thanks to that piano dude for our musical intro make sure you leave a rating and review on apple or spotify or wherever you get this podcast please 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 tell a friend tell your friend i love this show oh rise of the tmnt movie we should eh, we could probably do that that is a movie we, we could do that one too yeah yeah we'll put it in the books and man thank you so much for telling a friend it means so much i love when i hear that you told a friend, and I love when I hear, "Hey, we got to listen to this podcast because my friend told me to."
1: And I love when I hear, "I started binging your podcast."
0: Yeah, we've got a couple of those, and it's really fun. <laughs> yeah, it's it's nice to hear stuff like that. Yeah, it's, it's nice to hear that we're reaching people. It's nice. Yeah, I we I um I don't remember his name, but I uh talked to somebody from the UK who just reached out on oh, Instagram. Nice. And was like, "Hey, I I listen to you. I don't know if you have any people from UK." And I was like, I looked on our so website. Not that we've talked to. Right. I looked on our website, and it's 3% of our audience is from the UK. Oh, wow. And so I was like, you're one of the 3%. <laughs> there so, you go. So thank you for um, reaching out. Anyway, you can support the show on Patreon, where you would get access to our news segment, breaking news, news Ooh, from we'll the play Phantom the, Zone. We'll
1: play the news sound real quick.
0: You can insert it and in post. No, but th- yeah, I can do that. Okay. <laughs> what a great theme that plays <laughs> whenever we start. <laughs> that plays whenever we do our news, our new segment on only on our Patreon. Uh, Berto, what else do we do on Patreon? Uh, we have
1: another podcast called "Where's Mephisto." Yeah. What happens on "Where's Mephisto"? We look for Mephisto in uh, currently streaming television. If you what? guys don't get the reference. Around the it's, time WandaVision you know, the came it's out It's becoming less relevant I'm realizing right. Around the time <laughs> WandaVision came out Which was like the first of like You know MCU doing like yeah. Like streaming shows The theory every week was like oh Mephisto's Gonna show up Mephisto's Mephisto behind Fisto everything Mephisto was the
0: hot topic yeah,
1: I feel like people maybe well, don't get that because reference th- also anymore.
0: Then it carried over to like Loki It was like oh Mephisto's definitely behind yeah. Loki For whatever reason Yep. Obviously it wasn't but like and then now it's like Oh they forgot about him So I wonder if people even understand the title anymore. Well, we will find (laughs) Mephisto. He's lurking in some properties, and we'll be the first to find it. I guarantee it. Yeah. We are currently looking for Mephisto.
1: (laughs) Or we just finished looking for Mephisto. In Secret Invasion. Secret Invasion. Uh, Next will maybe be Ahsoka. If you can... uh, Maybe a little behind. I did see something that said Rebels was not required viewing.
0: I'm almost done with Clone
1: Wars. Okay.
0: Uh, I'll be done with Clone Wars before Ahsoka for sure. And then after that, maybe, like, you tell me if... You'll be my supplemental information, basically. <laughs> okay. I think we'll be able to do I,
1: I know you've got multiple sources that'll tell you, too. Like, yeah, we have Chris, yeah. who's yeah. also, like, very well-versed in those. I've got a couple other friends who are, like, Because I, I will it. definitely be tuning into that the day it premieres. Yeah. I think it's two episodes, actually, on the premiere day. Yes. Yeah. I did okay. see that.
0: Yeah. Anyway, you can hang out with us on our Discord server. Um, that's free. Just scroll down and tell there. We stream all these episodes live on Twitch. Uh, as I'm sure you've noticed... We are go- Blake, what are you doing here? Go to bed. You go to you bed. You go to bed, you <laughs> bitch. I haven't even been home yet today. <laughs> yeah, he's in his uh, <laughs> clothes. Anyway, you you <laughs> you can <laughs> want to hang out with us while we record the show? You can do that on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Films from PZ. You can hang out with us and Blake, who just showed up from Blake's t- Takes. T- yell at me. Yep. Get, get out of here, Blake's Takes. <laughs> uh, you can hang out with us with Real Comic Book Talk, uh, who has a YouTube channel channel. Oh, yeah. Uh, Rambo, uh, Jorge, Philly was here for a second. Um, Who else was here? He really liked the
1: Meg, too, by the way. Oh, yeah.
0: He set to go see the Meg. (laughs) 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 It's Monday nights and Saturday afternoons and some other random times that we'd be streaming. Uh, Hang out with us. Come chill. Uh, You can find us on Instagram. I Films from the Phantom Zone. You can argue with us on Twitter or X or whatever the fuck. Uh, Films from PZ, TikTok films from PZ, Threads film, films from PZ. Most of these episodes are on YouTube, and we will see... Most you,
1: of these. I just say that now. A percentage of these episodes uh, are on YouTube. Dude, I
0: just, I, I'll, I'm going to sit down one day and just put 40 episodes up on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, you guys, and we'll see you guys next week with the, the thing. Nick Fury. Nick Fury, Fury Agent, Agent of the S.H.I.E.L.D. Field. We have to find and, that. and I think
1: after that, we got to do our Blue Beetle review. Blue Beetle. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Before we do Turtles That's, again.
0: There's nothing that... Coincides with Blue Beetle, except for like maybe that one movie. I forget what it's called. I don't even
1: think. I don't think Blue Beetle's been in everything. Anything live action?
0: No, no, no. no but there's a movie that on our list. I forget what it's called, but
1: it's like it's the like same a weird pre- Justice League movie. No, it's like the same oh, premise. Oh, the one with Mark Hamill, right? Is it like a ja- like it was basically yeah, like a Japanese? That one.
0: Yeah, it's like the same concept. The Giver, but like, a, like yes, The Giver. Yeah, like a weird creature takes over his body. Yeah. We totally
1: do that. We could, but then we'd be putting off Turtles a little longer, which we could because we've already done a Turtles relevant to it. So We'll figure it out. Yeah.
0: Anyway, guys, we'll see you next week and goodbye. Bye.